Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneke Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You, many of us are neglecting ourselves, and that's not a good thing. That neglect of self has a way of catching up on us. And we need to be careful because sometimes it gives absolutely no warning at all. And when you don't get any warning, that is the most um, dangerous thing. And sometimes we get the warning and we do not even pay attention to the warning. So... I think I got some warning, but I am still not sure that I did. And if I did, I didn't pay attention to the warnings. Hi, welcome to episode 225 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm your host, Henneke Watkins-Porter. Now, before I introduce my guest, I have something I want to share with you, and that is to make your social media management easier. It is far less time consuming than anything else you will ever try. Believe me, you'll be able to improve your team and clients collaboration and productivity. And I'm talking about the tool called eClincher. You can finally get around to doing the project that you've always wanted to work on. So in order to access this tool, what I'm going to ask you to do is visit the show notes page of this episode for a 14 day trial using my affiliate link. And of course, again, it will be available in the show notes. So whether you are an SME agency or enterprise, eClincher is for you. So go ahead and sign up today. And of course, you have two weeks free trial, you know, so you can contemplate whether or not this is for you. And you're going to find out how amazing this tool is for you to gain back your time. Time is money. And you know that. You know that. And so I want you to gain that back. Of course, I'm pleased to share with you that over the next five weeks, I will be releasing the presentations from speakers at Slow Down and Live Health is Wealth. That's the virtual summit that was held in January. I'm excited to share these recordings because I learned so much and I know you perhaps didn't get the time to attend. And even if you did, a replay, of course, would be good. You may remember that my motivation came from my own personal experience with my health that was challenged that beginning April of last year. I'm committing to staying healthy and I want you to do that as well. So you'll be hearing topics as follows. New year, new you, why health is wealth, parenting and behavioral health in the Caribbean regarding children, that is, because we've been talking about the pandemic, but we haven't really addressed a lot of what has been happening to our children. So parenting and behavioral health in Caribbean children is going to be looking at that. So we're also looking at food as medicine, why a whole food plant-based diet may be the answer to your health problems. And of course, that's exactly how I eat now. I don't eat any animal-based products. And when I do, when I try and cheat and do, I get sick. So I stay away from it. Miracle mineral, magnesium as a response to burnout. And that is exactly what I've been living on. I swear by magnesium. So you're going to hear and learn so much from that presentation. And finally, what I was actually diagnosed with 
adrenal fatigue, why aren't more medical doctors diagnosing it? Because you would have heard from my story that I've been to several doctors and nobody was able to pinpoint what was happening to me. So today I'm starting off with Dr. Ensombe Jajo and she's going to be talking about, yeah, new, new year, new you, why health is wealth. Dr. Ensombe Jajo is the managing director of Quality Management Consultancy Limited. It's a consulting practice providing advice to the business community in the areas of strategic management, quality management, leadership development, and customer service management. She founded this company in 1986, and it is now a recognized regional consulting firm with clients and associates throughout the English-speaking Caribbean. She is the president of Quality Management Consultancy, Inc., which is located in the United States, that's South Florida, and she's a member of the board of the Institute of Caribbean Studies located in Washington, D.C. So for the past 20 years, Ensemble has worked with the leadership teams of client organizations, assisting them with strategic management, quality management, customer service management, and change management. Let's hear it. You are going to love this presentation, I guarantee you. Greetings and salutations, everyone, everyone who is attending this conference. It is such a joy, it's such an honor and a privilege to be sharing with you. Thank you, Hanukkah, for this opportunity to share in this forum on a topic that is just so timely. Slow down and live. Your health is your wealth. What an amazing topic to remind us that our health is our wealth. Henneke, I salute you. I salute your vision. I salute your resilience. I salute your tenacity, your determination to pull this conference off the way you have and to bring us all together so that we can share on this important topic. I have been asked to speak on why is your health your wealth? New year, new you. And as I thought about the question, why is your health your wealth? I'm saying, but that's an answer that everybody knows. We know why our health is our wealth. And however we choose to define wealth, whether we choose to define wealth in terms of our investments, money in the bank, the assets that we have, the material possessions, and others will define wealth in terms of the peace of mind that we are able to attain and maintain the joy, the happiness, the quality of our relationships. However we define wealth, you and I know the correlation between health and wealth. The problem is knowing and doing are two different things, very completely different things. And I think it is important that we understand the difference between knowing and doing. And so my message today is twofold. One is take nothing for granted in terms of your health and take care of yourself, number one. 
I'll share a personal story with you. God has an amazing sense of humor. And so when he calls us to deliver a message, he doesn't always just give us the insights and the wisdom intellectually, but sometimes he takes us through an experience to make it real. I am a coach. I help people to build their dreams and live the life they love. And as I am coaching my clients, I'm also coaching myself. So whatever message I am delivering, I'm delivering the message to myself. So we build our dreams on four critical dimensions of our lives, our health, our relationships, our career, stroke, vocation, and our time and money freedom, because that way we are able to live the life we love and make a huge contribution to humankind, whatever it is that we want to do to help others, we are able to do it when we have our health, good relationships, we are clear on what our career and our vocation is, what God has placed us here with in terms of our purpose, and we have the time and the money freedom to be able to do it. So. 2020, okay, big plans, huge plans for all of those dimensions. And the first half of 2020, oh, I lost a lot. I lost revenue, a lot of cancellations in my business. And so I had to pivot in a critical way, yeah? But you know, COVID kind of just opened up tremendous opportunities for us to be able to deliver on a, on a wider, wider perspective. And so for years, I have had that dream of becoming a global citizen, being able to do my work wherever I am, for whomever, wherever in the world they are. And COVID-19 gave me that opportunity in terms of the virtual landscape that it provided for us. And so I decided that I was going to really rev up in the second half of the year to catch up for what I had lost in the beginning of the year. And tell you, I went into overdrive and in some cases, double overdrive. But guess what? I did that at the expense of my health. I knew how important maintaining my health was. I knew how important it was to eat properly. I knew how important it was to drink water and a lot of water. I know how important it was to take my blood sugar medication. I knew how important it was to exercise. I knew all of that. But guess what happened? I had a life that required me to take care of a number of persons. My sister, my eldest sister, who was, who's been living with me for over 12 years, got sick in January. And so I had 24 hour nursing care for her. Three nurses on shifts every single week. 
and anybody who has had to deal with that knows the number of moving parts that must be managed in order for that to happen and happen well for all her needs to be taken care of. Because I made a decision that she was going to be right here in the home with us and I was not going to take her to a nursing home. Whatever it required for me to keep her here comfortable in her space, I was prepared to do that. And God is amazing. You know, God provides all that we need to do everything he has called us to do. In addition to managing home and managing my relationships and managing my clients' projects and doing all of these webinars and Zoom meetings and so on, in all of that space, I forgot. I forgot what I needed to do to maintain my health. So come November, I did a post that we need to finish the year strong. Whatever goals that we had set for ourselves, we needed to pull those goals back and recognize that if it's one day before the year ended, we can achieve a lot more than we ever imagined. And so I kicked into double overdrive this time. But guess what happened? I lost my sister on the 8th of September. And it's amazing how I was burning the candle at both ends, working and doing all the things that I needed to do to generate enough revenue to make up for what I lost in the beginning of the year. And so I was running all day webinars and then after the webinars, meetings upon meetings upon meetings, way into the night. I finished a webinar and went straight from the webinar at about four o'clock onto a scrum meeting, a daily stand-up meeting. And while I was on the meeting, the nurse, I saw the nurse come downstairs. And when I saw the look on her face, I knew what had happened. So I said, she's passed. And I ran upstairs and I, I kicked into double overdrive because, you know, when a, a patient dies at home, you have to call the police, you have to call the doctor, um, funeral home, all of those things. And I went into overdrive. Until today, I have not cried. And I wonder if something is wrong with me because I keep saying she's lived such a full life, a rich legacy she has left of admiration, love, respect, impact, and significance. How can you cry when someone like that has lived such a life and has left such a legacy? And I remember what John Maxwell said when his father passed on the 4th of July. And people were um, sympathizing with him and so on. He said, when you know where your loved ones have gone to, there is no need at all for you to mourn. And, and that's how I feel about my sister. So all of that happened. And she got an elegant send-off. Only 30 minutes the government allowed for us to have any kind of gathering for a Thanksgiving service and we were able to plan a really nice, elegant 30 minutes for her. And then I kicked back into work and here I was, webinar upon webinar upon webinar every single day and meetings and so on. Folks, there are many of us because since then I have spoken to a number of my colleagues and my friends 
vice presidents in large organizations, people who have really um, challenging situations they are working with and lots of moving parts to manage at work, at home, in the community, with family, extended family, and so on. Many of us are neglecting ourselves. And that's not a good thing. That neglect of self has a way of catching up on us. And we need to be careful because sometimes it gives absolutely no warning at all. And when you don't get any warning, that is the most um, dangerous thing. And sometimes we get the warning and we do not even pay attention to the warning. So I think I got some warning, but I am still not sure that I did. And if I did, I didn't pay attention to the warnings. So here's what happened. On Sunday night, I had a long meeting. The meeting ended after 11, about 11.30. And I was asked to do the minutes of the meeting. Now it's not a core competency, but based on what was happening, I took on the responsibility to do it. Now, because it's not my core competency, I decided I was gonna sit up after the meeting do it, do it well, and send it off, which is what I did. So I went to bed, minister two. I had the third day of a three-day audit training the following day, which was Monday. And so I got up in the morning feeling like a bit sluggish. And I said, boy, Jaja, you can't bleach anymore, you know. I mean, there was a, a time when I would do a party and sun come up and go to school and all of those kinds of stuff. But I'm now 69 years old. <laughs> There's a big difference between then and now. So I said to myself, Jaja, you can't bleach anymore. I laughed at myself. So at nine o'clock, I started the webinar and I said to the participants, hey guys, I'm not, I'm operating on fumes. I am operating on fumes, but I'm going to give you my full hundred. I'm not feeling so hot, um, but I'm going to give you my full hundred. And I did the third day of the three-day audit, full day. But at lunchtime, I said, you know, let me call the doctor because I'm not feeling so good. Yeah. And I called the doctor and he gave me a 345 appointment. The webinar finished at three o'clock. And I went to the doctor. He gave me some blood work to do, said I should do it fasting blood work. So that's following morning. So the following morning, I woke up to go to the lab. Could not find the energy to go to the lab. Not even with my son helping me. So I asked Carol to send the lab um, the, um, what's it called? Flabot. The person who collects the blood. That one. Yeah. And he came. And when the doctor got the results, he said he needed to see me. So I said, can't we speak about it on the phone? He said, no, insomnia, because I might have to admit you. So I said, should I come with a bag? He said, yes. So I went to the doctor with a bag and ended up being admitted to the hospital. Dehydration, exhaustion, blood sugar, way, 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 way out of control. I was didn't know it. I went into the hospital. I walked into the hospital with the help of my son, walked to my room with the help of my son. And in two days, I could do nothing. 
I was in and out of consciousness. It was frightening for my children. It was frightening for the doctors. It was frightening for the nurses. And what made it so frightening is that I don't get sick. The last time I was in the hospital was 37 years ago when I had my last child. Folks, take care of yourself. I was not drinking enough water. I sat down every single day doing these webinars. I was not exercising. I was not taking my medication. I was not eating well. I was not doing any of those things that I knew I need to be doing in order to preserve my health. We think we can do everything because the mind tells us that. But sometimes the body does not cooperate with the mind. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends, my colleagues, my sisters, my brothers, take time out for you. Your health is your wealth. And this is not an academic stuff. This is not something you tell yourself. This is something you do. And it must be done consistently. John Maxwell says consistency compounds. You can't stop exercising and the body continues to function well. You can't stop drinking water, enough water, and the body continues to function well. You cannot not take your medication on time, those of us who are on medication, and the body functions well. You cannot not eat properly and the body functions well. There are reasons why we have these regimes that we need to follow in order to preserve our health. And we know it. That's a, that's a sad thing about it. We know it. All of us know what it is that we are supposed to do. Knowing and doing are two different things. And this thing about tomorrow, it's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. So if I don't exercise today, I will exercise tomorrow. If I don't drink enough water today, then I will do that tomorrow. Never put off for tomorrow what it is that we can do today. It's very, very, very important. You see this thing about health being wealth? We have so many persons that we are responsible for, to take care of, to provide for, to encourage, to educate, to do all the things that God has called us to do. Well, let me tell you something. If you're not whole, you can't do all of that. If you are not well, it is difficult for you to do that. If you are not whole, it is going to come through as being very, very fake when we are trying to inspire others and telling others what it is that they need to do to be whole. Health, relationships, career, stroke, vocation, time and money, freedom, all of those things hinge on health. So let's create a vision. Let's paint a vision. Let's paint a picture of the health that we want, the body that we want, the organs that we want to be functioning in perfect alignment with each other. It is so important that we take care of our bodies so that our bodies can function in such a way that cooperates with our mind, our spirit, our emotions in order to create the kind of 
life that it is that we want so that we can be amazing contributing citizens. We want to help a lot of people. But in order to help a lot of people, we have to help ourselves first. My friend that Alvin D and I, we have this little thing about taking care of number one. And Alvin keeps reminding me that when you go on an aircraft and they are giving the safety instructions, they said in the case of an emergency, the oxygen masks will appear. It says put on your mask first. And then you help the others around you to put their masks on. Friends, family, excuse me, conference participants, take care of yourself. Knowing it is not good enough. Doing it, being it on a day-to-day to day-to-day basis is important. Mind health, spiritual health emotional health, physical health are critical to our well-being and we cannot do one and not do the others. We're talking about a four-legged stool. If one leg of the stool is defective, the entire stool is dysfunctional. So you can't be working on the physical and not working on the spiritual, and not working on the emotional, and not working on the intellectual. Many of us, we sometimes ignore one, just one. And if we ignore one of those, remember it is equivalent to one defective leg of a four-legged stool. If we want to be whole, We have to work on all four. It is so important. So what are the lessons that I have learned in this process of forgetting myself? I forgot myself. Don't forget yourself. What are the lessons that I have learned in this process? That our health is our wealth. Take care of yourself and give yourself adequate me time. Do what you know you are supposed to do, because if you don't do it, it's not going to happen. Nobody can drink the water for you. You have to drink it yourself, otherwise you're going to have to get it as IV, intravenous fluid in the hospital on your back. Nobody can eat the quality food for you. They might prepare it. They might serve it. But at the end of the day, you have to eat it for your body to be well. Nobody can take the medication for you. They can't even force it down your throat. And if you don't do that, you will end up in the hospital with being given it intravenously or by injection, as I got some of mine. Rest without guilt. That's a hard thing to do for those of us who have so many moving parts to manage. You know how many times I'm taking a little break just to get some extra wind to continue. And I'm taking that break and I'm saying to myself, and zombie, 
How can you be lying down when you have so many other things to do? How can you be sitting down here, lying down, and, rec and recognize that you have so many moving parts to manage? What are you doing? Rest with guilt is pure anxiety. No rest at all. And that's bad because it puts further stress and pressure on you. You know what I have learned since that incident in the hospital? Nine days in the hospital is that I need to rest without guilt. And I'm learning so much more to do that. I have been reading a lot of material that's been written on rest without guilt and how it is that we can do that. Because it's not easy, not for, especially for those of us who have not been able to do so. The other thing I have learned is learn to appreciate what you have before time makes you appreciate what you had. The people around you, the life that you have, the talents that you have, the career, your material possessions, the love that you have in your life, and your health. Learn to appreciate it before time makes you appreciate what you had. Take nothing for granted. Each morning we wake up and we feel that we will always be jumping out of bed, doing all the things and going about our business. Every single morning that we wake up in our right minds, it is a gift. It is a privilege. It is another opportunity for us to give thanks and show appreciation to God for, for waking. You know, Mama used to, every morning when Mama woke up, Mama died at 101 and five months in 2016. And Mama used to wake up every morning and her prayer was, Thank you, Lord, for waking me up in my right mind. And when she said, when she kept praying that, I'm saying, oh, it is so important that we pray and give thanks that we have woken up in our right mind. So take nothing for granted. Take every minute that we are alive. We should be giving thanks for that. Your health is your wealth. Now, 2021 presents us with a tremendous opportunity for renewal and transformation as we take care of our health. No one can do it for us, remember. And I'd like to close by sharing with you the first aid for the soul. It says, be yourself truthfully, accept yourself gratefully, value yourself joyfully. Forgive yourself completely. Treat yourself generously. Balance yourself harmoniously. Bless yourself abundantly. Trust yourself confidently. Love yourself wholeheartedly. Empower yourself immediately. Give yourself enthusiastically and express yourself radiantly. Friends, colleagues, family, loved ones, your health is your wealth. Knowing is not the same as doing. You must do in order for it to work for you. It works if you work it, Reverend Johnny Coleman says. And so as we embrace,
embark on this 2021, as we decide what it is that we want and dream, what we want for our health, for our relationships, for our career, vocation, for our time and money freedom. Let us go for it. Jack Canfield said, when we dream, make it so big that when we achieve it, we will know it's only God. But the only way we will be able to achieve it and help others and bring others along with us so that they can soar like the eagle they are designed to be is that we have to be whole. We have to take care of ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our spirits. It is so important. So let us work at building our physical health, our emotional health, our intellectual health, our spiritual health for 2021. So whatever the year brings, we are whole and we are able to embrace it and deal with it and work with it and triumph and go through 2021 strong. Yes, so that we can achieve. This is a brand new year. This is a brand new us. Let us make the very best of what it is that God has provided for us. And I wish you blessings in overflow. I wish you health, wealth, success, prosperity, happiness. But most of all, I wish you inner peace in abundance. And friends, rest, rest without guilt. And let the rest be sweet. Take time out for yourselves. I have planned to go to different places, places that I hadn't been before, things on my bucket list. And I am going to take time out for me, give myself some me time so that I can be whole, so that I can am able to help others on their journey to soaring like the eagles that God has designed us to be. Blessings in overflow. And I wish you all the very best for 2021 and beyond. Love you dearly. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode with Dr. Nsambe Jaja. So here are some of the key takeaways. One, take nothing for granted in terms of your health and take care of yourself. She says that we build dreams in four critical dimensions of our lives, health, relationships, career, time, and money freedom. Neglecting ourselves as a way of catching up to us. I know that I can guarantee, I can test to that. We think we can do everything the mind tells us, but oftentimes our body cannot cooperate. Our bodies will not and cannot cooperate. She also points out that we need to take care of your body so that it can function in such a way that cooperates with our mind, spirit, and emotions to create the life we want. Very poignantly, she says, if one leg of the stool is defective, the whole stool is dysfunctional. So my question to you is, what stood out to you most? Tweet that at at the Entrop you and let us know. So let me know on Twitter at the Entrop you. That's T H E E N T R E P Y O U. And let me know. I look forward to connecting with you next week. In the meantime, visit the show notes page on hennekawatkesporter.com to grab your free ebook on Ease, the Naturally Relaxing Magnesium. 
In this free ebook, you will receive one, general use instructions, two, five custom relief tips, three, answers to common questions, and fourthly, success stories from entrepreneurs like you. If you wish to try or need to replenish your supply of Ease Magnesium, simply click the link in the ebook, or I will also put that in the show notes. It will also be in the show notes just for you as well. So check that out. Our point of hope today comes from Philippians chapter four, verse seven, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What good. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange.